Hello, and welcome back to Quips and Sips, the musings of two Southern 20-somethings. I'm Amber. And I'm Lily. Amber, how are you doing this fine Sunday evening? Well, I am doing great now that I'm talking to you. Right. (laughs) After I went to Pilates this morning, I've spent the entire day working on homework and it's been exhausting. What did you do today? Oh, my day was not as hard as yours. Today was today was lazy. Ryan and I had lunch and then I bummed around on the iPad. Um, what else did I do? Booked our engagement photo shoot and then I started browsing for outfits for that. So that's a win. All in all, not much. The school, my work is on winter break right now. So just savoring oh. this quiet time because our gala is in less than three weeks. So it's going to be super, super busy. So I'm just going to take take the calm and enjoy it. Love that. Sounds like an ideal use of a Sunday afternoon. Mm-hmm. I really wish that I had a lazy Sunday. Can't wait to see your engagement pics, though. Oh, me too. Like that's exciting. Where are you gonna where are you gonna do your engagement pictures? So right now, so I was leaning toward the um the Crescent Hill reservoir. And I still am. I still am. Um she oh, I, I love that. Yes, it's very pretty and it's nice all around there. And there's you know, the architecture there is nice. And mm-hmm. but I asked her for some other just recommendations i'm like what have i not thought of you know just to see what else is out there kind i could do two locations if i wanted to but i will get less pictures if i do that so i just want to do the one but she also mentioned the saint james court which i was like oh i forgot all about that that would be very nice too so i looked at both i just googled engagement pics in both of those spots this afternoon and i think crescent hill is more of our speed um okay I think, I think there's more i think there's potential for more floral greenery mm-hmm. around there and like the trees around yes. there too so yeah but um it might you're gonna be do like tender. a spring yes like spring okay that makes sense spring yeah. it's my favorite season and the weather is so much better than it would be because it's so early to do them but number one we can have the photos sooner and number mm-hmm. two it won't be as hot and there's more there's more color and more bright color in april may versus maybe august so and i mean july (laughs) no so no um that's not it so then we'll have them and then we can use them on of course social and then um just to have frame them put them up and use them use them as like save the date yeah yes it's like one mind we have (laughs) this is is why you're made of honor ma'am so yes (laughs) Love that. I'm excited for all that. It's just kind of like, since my life right now has been kind of full of kind of chaos. I mean, not that yours hasn't been full of chaos either, but I feel like it's died down for you and it's picked up for me a little bit. Yeah. It's transferred chaos. over. Yeah. It's yes. transferred over to you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yours is kind of like 
it's still there but it's like plateaued a little but here we are but it was on like 12 now it's probably more like four so that's good yeah yeah it's manageable but Mm -hmm. yeah i'm i'm ready to start just having fun times and like being young i want to take advantage of being young and being in our 20s and i'm so excited for that but which is why we're going to the saint patrick's day parade oh my god exactly no burning i'm so ready for it i'm so ready for it that'll be fun speaking of which what are you sipping on today (laughs) i know we we didn't ask that yet (laughs) um just water because i'm preparing no i'm just kidding um yeah just just some just water today i know boring but it's what i'm in the mood for and um yeah what about it's you? also like almost nine at night so that's probably the smarter decision i've got a glass of wine hey, i just it's fine for so, 9 p.m exactly i spent so i went to pilates and then i went to starbucks and i worked for a couple hours so i had like coffee yeah. and whatever and I was like studying and then I was like okay I need a change of scenery and I went to a brewery mm. so I had a couple ciders and then I went ahead dinner at Saints so then you know I had my nice little like long drink which is basically like a high noon kind of situation so something kind of mellow like a beer or whatever mm-hmm. but then of course Sarah goes you want a shot of course who do you think I am? Of course I want a shot. So <laughs> shot of what? <laughs> Tequila, of course. Oh god. So, <laughs> Tequila, of course. So fun. Now I'm home. I was, you know, I was fine to drive home. It was just like one shot. So here we are with a glass of wine. And I am just ready. Ready for the night. Nice. I'm I'm kind of like drinking away the fact that I didn't finish my homework. And so we'll we'll deal with that tomorrow. You know, oh, you have time to finish all that other stuff. Like don't yeah. don't worry about it. You, I got what was today. due tonight. Yes, son. And I'm like, you know what? Success. That I is have a success. papered I have a paper due Tuesday. I'll do that Monday night. You know, I have it halfway done. I just yeah. need to finish it. It's not oh. like I haven't started. I'm right. like, I'm on top of things. Are you kidding me? I You're deserve ahead. Ahead. So to I'm, being ahead. All right. But being ahead. I'll drink to that. <laughs> I will drink to that. Love. Okay. So before we get started today, I have a random thought to bring up to the quippers. All right. Bring it on. <laughs> Are we, we getting warned- a look in your head? Is that what we're doing? Oh, my God. That's exactly what we're doing. We're getting a look inside Amber's head. Uh, Be warned, it's strange up there. You know, you never know what's going to... That's what. This is why I love having this podcast. You know, my thoughts have somewhere to go. Yes. It's fabulous. A win (laughs) is a win. (laughs) So, here's my random thought of of the day, of the week, whatever. So I've been spending a lot of time on my laptop, right? Between school and recording this podcast and whatever, preparing. So it's practically an extension of myself. So I've been thinking, it's not really professional to have stickers on my laptop. This thought occurred to me when I was over at Brina and Vlad's last weekend. He mentioned how he got a new work laptop. 
Um, but he had to take all his stickers off because it seemed unprofessional in the workplace. And I was like, you know, that's a really good point. And so I've been thinking, I was like, I show up to class. I'm the only one in my class with stickers on my laptop. I feel like an undergrad. So here's my question. What do adults put stickers on? Because I've got all these stickers. I love stickers. I've got my Schitt's Creek stickers. I've got my office stickers. I've got my, what is it? Charleston, South Carolina stickers. Um, my favorite personal one, you're, what does it say? You're cute, but are you good for my mental health? That's my fave, you know? <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> What do adults put stickers on? Because I can't put them on a water bottle. That's even more undergrad. So I just, what are your thoughts? I want to hear the thoughts from the quippers, from the listeners. Like, what do, like, I feel like I'm not a child anymore. I'm 25. Like, what do I put stickers on? You know, this question, when you described all your stickers, it made me look at my own laptop and recall what stickers do i have um mm-hmm. i have i have chris jenner this is a case for the fbi i have Julie andrews queen clarice a queen is never late everyone else is simply early i have um oh. sound, of, sound of music my favorite movie climb every mountain i have mm-hmm. a sticker of that i have schmidt um a white man no no i have that one love i have michael oh. scott i have i have two michael scotts actually and then I have I have a little baby chick and he's got like a like a butter knife, like like he's gonna get you. I just I saw it on Redbubble and had to have it. Um mm-hmm. among others. Those are the top ones. But yeah. you know what? When you when I saw this question, I you know what my first thought just out of my head was, you know what it never was? That's serious. We are on we are important, we are valued, but we are floating on a rock. Like, if you want stickers on your stuff, put stickers Listen. on your stuff. Although, I will tell you, my work computer, I don't have stickers on, but it's also not mine, yeah. right? It doesn't belong to me. So that's why, that yes. was really what stopped me from putting, because we have stickers Valid. for my work, you know, for cars or wherever you want to put it on. And yeah. I almost put it on there, but it's like, this isn't my device. So I don't want to do that just in case. Yeah, I'm just not going to do that. But my other question would be, what is, what's the demographic of your class? Like, is it mostly people who are working professionals? They work full time. Maybe they work in the industry too, or is it more students? Because, and honestly, I think it depends on your industry because if you're in a more mm. creative type, vibe work you know occupation if you will i don't think it matters i think you in especially i don't think you'll be the only one if you're in a field like that Mm. however if you're in if you're in a white collar like if you're in a law firm if you're in a finance you know yeah you're in venture capital you're probably not gonna have michael scott on your laptop but you never know if you do that's great i say good for you live your life (laughs) You know, I thought I I appreciate that perspective. I feel like maybe I was what's the word? Like being too I don't know, comparing 
myself to other people maybe yeah so I need to just live my life I've got my cute stickers on my laptop who cares if that brings you joy do it yeah you know you know I could see so true not to like bog down your vibe but like you know if I were to walk into like a board meeting or a like a meeting with the foundation or something would I feel a little cringe if I had like a bunch of stickers on my laptop and no one else did yeah I would yeah. but like overall like you know I probably just wouldn't take my laptop in it just I think it depends on your audience but I mean you're at school like that's the thing like I'm not all the time yeah I think I'm comparing like like I'm not in the workplace like I don't have a laptop for work I have a desktop Mm-hmm. and you know it's the work desktop you can't you don't put stickers on that so right. I've got my laptop that I bring into class and like class is class no right. big deal. it's your device yeah so but I could, you know if I were in your place I might have done the same the same thing but uh you know in yeah. my grad school experience number one most of it was virtual and then number two it was a more creative degree creative field so I wasn't the only one so yeah yeah that's that's true that's I think it's really cents. weird like with my well I appreciate your two cents it helps me have perspective like and I've noticed with my degree it's it's a mix of people who are already in the industry and are getting this degree mm-hmm. to you know get a raise or get a promotion or something um but it's also people that are students and like even people that are younger than me because, you know, I waited a couple of years to go. So mm-hmm. it's a lot of people right out of undergrad, but it's interesting being a mix. But yeah, perspective. I'll just continue to live my life. I think I'm just going to get because I was at the point where do I take my stickers off and put them on something else or do I just keep getting more stickers? I think I'm going to keep just getting more stickers. You should. Because it's fun. Good for you. You know what this is reminding me of? This is, if you're saying the majority of people don't have anything. Now, you know, if they're a working professional, maybe they're even using like a work computer. Just, I, you know, I don't know what's going on. I don't know where they work. You never know what kind of uh-huh. situation it is. Maybe they use a personal so device true. for their work. Maybe they just use one. I don't know. But it almost, it's, it's kind of, it's kind of a bummer that nobody, especially like people closer oh to my our God. age don't have any it's giving well, it's giving sad beige baby is what it's giving Not that's exactly stickers. it yeah it's like the sad I've beige always said, baby toys and clothes and they don't have any color like ugh. i've Grad always school. said like college plus Mer- <laughs> i've always said like marie kondo is not my gal because i am not a minimalist i am a maximalist mm-hmm. like I like stuff. Yeah. And I feel I like, like you're the same. Yeah. So, I like, stuff. like clothes, colors. Yeah, so, I mean, you take one look around my room and it's like color, stuff. It's okay. But... My closet doesn't have doors. You can see the whole thing. Yeah. I'm All considering that. taking the doors off of my closet and putting curtains up. I wanted it's to do that. Do it. But I'm not. Okay. I've been really like I don't know if I want to commit to no doors, but no, I think I'm it's gonna the way do to it. go. The space okay. is wonderful. Yeah, and just having to move the doors is irritating. Yeah, unless it's a walk-in, just take the oh, doors exactly. off. Exactly. So true. 
I need a walk-in closet so bad. Me too. I need my own place so bad. Different conversation. That's different. a different day. That's a different day. Different day. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's get out of Amber's head and let's go to quip number one. So Amber, let's, let's, let's talk about what we've been reading this month. Kick it off. Okay. So this past month, uh, school has taken up all of my reading energy and free time. So I've read mostly two nonfiction books for school this past month. So all right. obviously I didn't read all of them because then that would be, well, I didn't read like the whole thing because then that would just be take way too much time and it's not that interesting but I read what I needed to to get the gist you know the first was a book I've heard about for years um, since undergrad and grad school being like history and political science major um I did get through the entire book but I do actually want to read this entire book someday when I have time like maybe over the summer when I'm not in school anymore I'll actually read this because it's it really is that good. It's a classic. Um, it's called Groupthink by Irving Janis. Uh, this was the second edition. was written in 82. Uh, but it goes over past presidents, like, blunders and how the idea of groupthink affected them. And so what I find really interesting about this, everybody's probably going to fall asleep, but I find it so interesting, is how he uses the term groupthink. Like, if you've read 1984, I don't know if you've read 1984. Yep. Highly recommend. Okay. So it's like he, the group think is like an Orwellian term, like yeah, double think and uh what's another word he uses in there? But like the double think and crime think in 1984, he uses like group think as is like that type of word, and it's really fascinating. And so, for example, like the US entering the Korean War in general. What was that about? That was absolutely unnecessary. The Bay of Pigs invasion with Kennedy was complete disaster. You know, American military men died for absolutely no reason. And Watergate was obviously a huge blunder. And so it takes like these main, a couple other issues, but those were the main ones he talks about and how just like, how come the Kennedy administration did all, made all these bad decisions? How could that be possible? And I just think it's really fascinating because it's written in 1982 when Kennedy was still like revered as this fabulous president. Whereas now Kennedy's, he's not that good of a president, like historically. He made a lot of mistakes. He was not really fit for the job. Um and so it's just really fascinating, like, just the whole concept. Next nerdy topic was the next book that I read as well was called uh, Influence Without Authority. So I read this because I had to write a book report on it. And I didn't read the whole thing, but I read enough to write a book report on because it was kind of like it's a step-by-step kind of book on how to influence your boss, mm. which was really fascinating. And it was written in like 2005 or something. So it's like more recent, but you know, it's like, it, it takes the perspective of, you know, you're just some worker and you want to like, you have good ideas, but you don't know how to get your boss to listen to them, which is a very real 
issue that everybody deals with. And so it kind of takes you step by step on how to take these ideas that you have and make them seem valuable to your boss. And it was just like, it's like, okay, I'm going to like, it's part of my leadership class. And I'm like, I'm really liking this leadership class because it really does help. It's like, this is why I really feel like you'd really benefit from this degree if you ever decided to actually do it. Because it's like an MBA with the same kind of like things that you're teaching, but for the public sector. So I really love it. It's nice. Good. But I want to be reading my fiction novels. That's what brings me joy. Haven't had time. But the next book I'm going to read, the book on my to be read is A Flicker in the Dark. Mm. Um, I'm going to listen to that on audible next whenever i get hopefully i'll have the next the next week i'll be able to read it but yeah i'm so ready it's like a thriller love it what have you been reading the past month after i rambled on for like i don't know five minutes no no i love it they all they all sound very interesting and that second one almost sounds like you could apply some of the things in there to maybe even if you were self-employed or building a brand building a brand either for yourself or just building a brand overall I feel like maybe some of those things would cross over and be very helpful yeah for that and then for the first book the group think is it does it read textbooky because it sounds really interesting to me but if it reads like a textbook I don't want it it's not textbooky it's it reads very chronologically and like he's having a conversation with you Mm, okay the the best history books are written as a narrative because history is a narrative you know it's not and you can have an analysis of something through a narrative perspective and that's where i think like the the best books are written that way so it really is it's I think it's really worth reading because it talks about how group concepts, like when, you, when you're when you in a group, like you're at a board meeting and you go, oh, what about this? And everybody goes, oh, that's stupid. And you go, well, I, I really don't think so. But the majority rules. And then all mm-hmm. of a sudden you get into this weird space where it's like, well, maybe if we just listened to this person's opinion, we wouldn't be in this situation. So it's just really fascinating especially (laughs) if said person is introverted but that's a conversation for another day too so moving on oh my um, gosh yes (laughs) i love to just drop that and then leave anyway um okay what am i reading i'm i'm almost finished with it's called the gown it's by jennifer robson robson not sure how you pronounce it but the book is called the gown and it is a fictional pov of queen elizabeth's wedding and sign me up it's it's great it blends present day with the past so it is it there's three women it focuses on in the story so two from 1947 and then one in 2016 who's the granddaughter of one of the women from 1947 um how they come together how the stories overlap how you know the things that happened in their lives and you know parallel things and other 
thing. So the women from 1947 had a very integral part in actually making and embroidering her wedding gown. So it just, it's talking about their lives and, you know, the happenings in London at that time and talking about how it's, it's post-World War II, but it's, you know, a very hard winter that year, the rationing going on in England at the time. Um, And then in 2016, like her job, her life and all of that, and, you know, finding out more about her grandmother and it's really cool. It's really cool. I'm really enjoying it and I'm almost finished with it. I think I've got like... 60 ish pages left but it hops each chapter is about each woman so it just kind of it's one of those type of books but it's it's great it was kind of intimidated by the length at first because the pages are kind of big and it's i think it's like it's 300 plus pages it's either 360 or 390 but it's it's really good mm-hmm. really good that sounds right up my alley i'll have to add that to my to be read Yes. That sounds fabulous. Like yeah. I love that you've been getting into like the historical fiction. Me too. More. It was my jam for a long time and then I just didn't come back to it until I did yeah. and I'm glad I did. So yeah. You sometimes you forget like your roots and you're like, that I, that's what I really love. Like <laughs> the um I got American into, Girl like, book the... to historical fiction <laughs> pipeline is real although they are they are historical fiction so it's the same what am i saying the same. anyway i american. never read american girl books but oh they were good i understand the concept yeah i had the uh dollar general version of american girl dolls that was my path in life but you know it is also, I was a Bratz girl. I don't know if mm. you were a Bratz girl. When I was really little, I had I had like a gang of Barbies. But then when I got older, Barbies and Bratz dolls, that was my jam. You graduated. Yeah. I did. <laughs> well, I hope you get to reading Daisy Jones and the Six soon. Because that limited series adaptation starring Riley Keough comes out on Amazon Prime in just a couple weeks thanks to Reese Witherspoon so I am so excited so I hope you get to that soon (laughs) yes it's on my list it'll likely be my March book actually I just want to shift gears a little bit but we will certainly need to discuss it on here and we are we're short on time so are we doing two quips today I think two because the last one you can take or leave you can kind of weave it together what do you think? I think I think we can quip on it a little bit. If if we go over, we can just start a new Zoom and I can clip the pieces together. Like I'm an editing pro, so Okay. I wouldn't let All that right. stress you. We won't let it stop us. But Okay. Don't let it stop you. Don't let the time constraints of Zoom stop you. Okay. Maybe we should like move to Skype or something. I don't think they have time restrictions. <laughs> You know, go back. We'll do what we need. To. Microsoft <laughs> Teams. You know, I don't care. All teams. Right. Teams is it? All right. But yeah. What else is on your to be read? Mark. Anything? Um, I will say, on my to be read is the Gospel of Mary. So, mm. this is going to be so random, but we're shifting gears. So, I 
it's part of my new year's resolution was my goal was to read the lost gospels because i've been seeing tiktoks about it whatever of how it's really important and you know why did the church remove these gospels from the bible in general is kind of a whole different conversation so it's like worth reading and i was like it's very catholic of me but i think i'm going to start reading the gospel of mary for lent so yeah ah, lent love it the perfect segue to our next quip which is about our lent our lenten goals for 2023 lenten goals to lenten goals <laughs> the so the day that this episode will go live will be ash wednesday so for our um non-christian listeners the lenten season begins with ash wednesday and is the 40 days up until um easter sunday and well at least for catholics anyway palm sunday up until easter is what we call holy week so i think i don't know if lent i think lent might technically end there but that's into the weeds what you need to know is 40 days before easter we're in lent mode so amber we're not that catholic to know the exact dates but we're catholic enough to know what it is yeah yeah (laughs) correct me later if i'm wrong what what else is part of your lenten goals for 2023 okay so in addition to reading some lost gospels i'm gonna start fasting and i'm not necessarily doing this for religious reasons because like i've never actually done like a lenten thing in my whole life like i've never been that serious about it but I'm wanting to incorporate incorporate both my spirituality like with my health journey. So I think I'm going to try to do like a 12-hour fast um, where I don't eat for 12 hours a day, like doing some kind of like intermittent fasting kind of thing and have it be both spiritual and for my health. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm thinking from like 9 p.m. to 9 a.m. not eat. And I don't know. We'll see how I feel with that. And maybe I can extend that to like a six. 816 fast we'll see um but i've seen past few years people give their full dedication to ramadan and that's been really inspiring because like i grew up catholic and i grew up christian and i'm like yeah people fast but i've never taken it seriously it's like i'll be you know like i'll i go to church but and i believe in god and jesus and the holy spirit whatever but i'm not like you know, but then the past couple of years, like I, you know, worked with a bunch of Muslim people and they actually, you know, they, they don't eat pork at all. They don't drink alcohol. And during Ramadan, they seriously fast. And I'm like, you know, that's actually really inspiring that you can actually do that. Mm-hmm. And they feel like that's yeah. important enough to do. And so I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do that. But nice. I'll, I'll do that and then I think I want to try to like move my body for 30 minutes every day as well so instead of being like lazy part of my health journey like what it. are your London goals very good um then I mean yeah with the fasting too are you gonna are you gonna do the no meat on Friday the Lent or are you just that's always it? been really difficult for me because I don't eat fish um and when I don't have protein, I feel very like 
sick and sluggish. So I think I'm going to play that by ear. Maybe I can try to make an effort to have more protein powder and stuff on Fridays, maybe. Yeah. To try to make up for it and actually try to, you know, do the fast. Yeah. Like the first year I actually do it, you know, it might be interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's cool. Those sound great. Mm-hmm. As for me, um, <laughs> I... <laughs> Okay, so for mine, I want to get to Mass every Sunday during Lent, and then I just want to carve out that time, you know, make it more intentional, and having that community during Lent is important, Mm. because, you know, other people are there, you know, for very similar, if not the same reasons, so that is good, and I also want to do some type of service or volunteer work or project during lent because so often with lent which is you know partially the point um it's focus it focuses on what what you're going to give up what you're going to let go of what you're going to abstain from um in the effort to you know once the easter season comes to take it with you and be better and you know be closer to god and whatnot but you know that's very important that's a that's a huge part of what lent is but i also want to spend and sometimes that can be conceived by a lot of people as a negative thing which it doesn't have to be um but i want to take it you know i want to do something to give back and really you know put more focus on you know helping other people during lent too because that's a part of it too it's like three pronged you do the fasting you give to others and you spend time in prayer those are the three parts and mm-hmm. i'd love to coordinate some sort of like collection drive or something and then i'm planning to be part of a day of service in march so tbd on what i come up with because i really need to spend some actual time thinking about it but it's been on my heart it's something that i want to do and we'll see i will once I figure out what it is, keep an eye and an ear out on how you can help. So, I love that. I feel like I've never put effort into trying to help other people during Lent. I don't know that I spend enough time trying to help other people in general. I think maybe I've spent a lot of my life worried about myself. I don't want to say selfish, but... Mm-hmm worried about myself so i love that idea let me know what i can do to participate well thank you i I like that yeah i love that we are moving on from lenten season to current day events we're into um we're into revival season. That's what we're Revi- talking about next. Yes. Revival season. Yes. Okay. So speaking, we've talked about church, we've talked about time and religion and spirituality. And on that note, I think we've got to talk about the Asbury, Asbury, I don't know how you say that, university revival, because it's something that's really all over the news. It's taken over TikTok. People are talking about it all over so they're talking about it on tiktok even oh my gosh oh my god it's all over i don't know why it's targeting me 
but you know <laughs> it is love so let's say what is what even is the asbury revival like let's do like a little recap or all right i don't know sure sure let's start with the facts so this revival because that's what it's called started at asbury university which is located in wilmore kentucky i believe on february the 8th during regularly scheduled chapel time because students at the university have chapel time built into their schedules as students that's just part of that's just what it is Uh so it then turned into more spontaneously what is called a revival that has attracted individuals from across the country and across the globe to come to Wilmore to pray and sing and worship and it has not stopped since that time I believe at this point it's starting to wind down because like this whole past week, I don't think any of their students had class. So I think they're trying to pivot a little bit. Um, Cause I mean, there are thousands and thousands of people who've come down to this school to, to join, to pray, to worship, to hmm. sing and, you know, be part of it and, and do that. So yeah, I think it's starting to wind down a little bit. I mean, they were in this one space. I don't know what it was, like an auditorium or something. And then they, it was so big that they um, branched out into some satellite spots on their campus. But I think most people came to be in that one room where it started. And apparently, this is not the first time this has happened at this place. So... um where there has been a you know some Uh sort of chapel time prayer time that has you know lasted for days so yeah interesting so you know like i'm catholic so i don't really get it but i also grew up you know in a very baptist town so like i know the concept of what a revival is um but i've never heard of a spontaneous revival that Mm-mm. i don't understand like what does this mean i don't know because like you you know this is not the type of you know t- church time that we are used to this is not yeah. you know what we grew up on or anything like that and yeah like you the things in the you know done a little bit of reading you know definitions on what people call because i literally looked up what what is a revival like what is it i don't know what it is i don't know if there's you know Mm -hmm. i don't know so it seems like what i've come to understand it as is like a intentional gathering or time to re-energize or cultivate renewed faith or new faith or dedication or optimism towards one's faith but like you know i agree like you what has happened and what had and how it has been marketed and shared to you know across the country is that it is much more spontaneous than that Mm -hmm. i mean when these students and their you know 
leaders or teachers went into this time they they didn't go into it with the goal of attracting people from across the globe to their school so it just i i don't know like i don't know and where do we go from here like after that because what i've also heard and seen too you know people at other universities that are you know fairly similar to um, Asbury, um, who are, you know, Christian based have had their own, what they're calling their own revivals. They're not as big, but, um, just prayer time, chapel time that has been continuous. So, which they're saying that has been inspired by this. So it's like, where, where do we go from here? Like what happens when this is over, what happens? This is, this is not a criticism either. And this is not, this whole conversation is not a criticism. Like we we're approaching this out of curiosity because we are clueless about yes. something like this. We are entirely clueless because this is not how, you know, this is not how we went to church and still don't. So yeah, that's, that's all. Yeah. Yeah. It's really interesting. Cause like, I remember growing up and like people be like oh I can't do anything this weekend my you know we have revival this weekend and it's like it's oh. it's always I've always thought of it as like a planned like once a year revival like a kind of a homecoming kind of event where people come in and, and they gather is like a homecoming maybe homecoming is truly just something different and I'm just putting them together you know I'm sure you know, our Baptist listeners can help me out here, but I don't know. It's just, it is, it's different and it just seems spontaneous. And what I found really interesting is I saw Facebook friends go, oh my gosh, have you all seen what's going on at Asbury? We have to get down there. And then they did, they, like they traveled down there mm. and they went and I was just like, so fascinated by that. And I don't want to be, you know, negative about it. I'm sure it's, you know, a little legitimate thing and I just don't get it. I don't know. But I think it's really interesting that it's happening right around now and with the Lenten season coming up. And I feel like the Easter season and the Lenten season is my favorite time of year because it's just like a time of reflection and growth and you know it's spring and new beginnings and I think it's just we're at a season where we're gonna just see what's on the horizon so absolutely I'm really excited yeah Lent Lent is an opportunity every year and you know like you I would I mean for multiple reasons I would say I've said before that sometimes Easter, I consider Easter to be my favorite holiday. I mean, it's in my favorite season. Yeah, Talking too. about all the things, you know, agreeing with everything you just said about, um, you know, new beginnings and what's on the, you know, you know, what's on the horizon and mm-hmm. everything like that. It's just, you know, and I've always, the time with my family that I've had at Easter has always been one of my favorite times of the year too. So um, I think that's another reason why it's up there like on my on my favorites list but yeah this timing around um 
it being so close to Lent is especially interesting. And I think from our perspective too, we what we are used to is church being more much more structured and more rigid and it you you go in and yes like there's a different there's different scriptures there's different messages you know different homilies different takes every time and you know with different priests and stuff too but you know what you you know what to expect right like you mm-hmm. you're going to do the same things every time yeah so this is why you know and we get we derive meaning from that right you know so um whereas other people don't who aren't catholic and you know <laughs> i think it's just yeah it's just different so um all i know is i hope you know i think going into lent you know you and i at a minimum can take it as a lesson to expect the unexpected lean into oh. spontaneity um and those for those who went or who are still there and if they do partake in lent i hope it helps their lenten journey too and i hope people can take what they got from their experience whatever it is if it's if it's peace if it's energy if it's whatever i hope they can use it to treat themselves and other people with kindness and grace and all the other fruits that there are and i don't know what else to say about it so well i think that's all we need to say about it i think i think it's been fabulous i think we've said everything we need to say done love it go lent (laughs) 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 well that's our show and thanks everyone for listening uh, don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Quips and Sips and let us know what you thought of this episode. And and don't forget to comment and engage with our posts and let us know what you want us to talk about next week because otherwise we're just going to start rambling about random crap that maybe no one cares about. You have to let us know what you want. Yeah, if, if you want so. our take on something, just tell us. Like, we'll, if it's something that requires a little research, We'll do it. We'll do we'll it. Love it. We'll have to have learn new no things. No problem. We're not afraid of a challenge. No, never. God no. <laughs> All right, y'all. We love you. We'll quip you later. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.